Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Good for 90s ska. Have you ever had the odds to go so high? You need a strength most don't possess. Or has it ever come down to do or die? You can Listen, I've been informed of some heinous remarks towards me and knowledge of WCW, and I just wanted you to know I don't give a fuck. At least I know who the Mighty Mighty Boston's are. I mean, it's just common knowledge of WCW stuff, that's all. I mean, common knowledge is a relative term. For a wrestling fan? Common knowledge? I don't think of the casual wrestling fan knows who Vince Whatever the fuck Kevin oh, Nash is. Lord. Before he, was, before he was Diesel. I don't give a shit. Did you never watch any of those... Those like recaps of like WCW, like Nitro, like before W the big names like Scott Hall were Scott Hall. You never seen any of those things. So you, you and far between your knowledge, your your visual knowledge of wrestling just stop starts with the Attitude Era and just moves on from there. Is that what you're saying? That's not true at all. I can't imagine how that's not. That's true. not true at all. It my not my knowledge goes from you know Hulk and WrestleMania one. Okay. To ride around uh, uh, with a tear in my eye, Ric Flair. Okay. And then it stops off because I was born there. And then it's... Uh, <laughs> and then it's... Uh, it's um, like WCW Monday Night Nitro. Um, Monday Night War is on. Got it. Okay. Like that's where... 83 weeks, that's where it comes back in again. So even before Nitro, before the inception of Nitro, anything WCW related like like uh, Starcade and and Sting, uh, I'm Stark. I'm 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 familiar with the Starcades. I've watched a couple matches from Starcades. Um, Sting, obvious. I was a huge Sting fan as a, as a kid, but that's also Crow Sting. Oh jeez, you know what I mean? <sighs> yeah, For, no, I know what you mean. That's I I, I can sad. tell you this with certainty. Sad. Yes. 
I moved out of this one particular house over here mm -hmm. in 2003. Mm -hmm. Okay. I remember at that house, I dressed up as Sting for Halloween one year. Okay. I didn't go full blown face paint because I was like, that's stupid. Give me the mask. I want to <laughs> be able to breathe at some point. Because that's stupid. All right. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh huh. But yeah. I would dress up as I dressed up as thing one year for 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 Christmas, Jesus Christ. Yes, for for, Christmas. Uh, Halloween. for Halloween. Halloween, yes. So my knowledge is there. It's just there's, I don't know. There's huge gaps. Anyway, uh, yes, yes. I have a wrestling Swiss cheese mind. <laughs> it's just a bunch of gaps. And that's why we have to fill methane clouds. Some would call it. Yeah, yeah, well, because they got high. So uh, before I do intros. Uh, like I do normally just uh, behind the curtain here. We, we talk before we start recording about what we're going to talk about for the show. And there is one huge, huge thing that I failed to even mention to you or acknowledge to you. But ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, it is Joe Black's birthday today. Holy shit. Another year closer to death. Amen. Another year on this planet. I wanted you to think that I had absolutely no idea. I wanted to play dickish mode. But happy birthday, brother. You know, sold it very well. You uh, you did the same thing last year, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do you, it every uh, year. <laughs> you, you did it very well. I'm just going to start doing it on your birthday. Uh, thanks. I appreciate that. Happy birthday, man. It's, uh, what's on the docket for uh, the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black? By the way, my name is Chris Mindell, and this is Sons of Slam. What's on the docket for today? <laughs> I, uh, I'm i going to uh, Steakhouse later with my, my mom Excellent. and my stepdad. Excellent. Yeah. Major's Steakhouse. That's the name of it? Major? Or Major's, yeah. Major's. Majors, yeah. Nice. It's a good one. Nice local Long Island area steakhouse. Do they have like a special like in uh, the great outdoors where you get like the 96er and like you have to eat all this and get a free meal or something like that? I have no idea, but I haven't been to this particular steakhouse in well over 10 years. Mm -hmm. And just because like I somewhat forgot about it at, at one point. And it tri like I, I had a memory trigger in my head. And I remember my dad ordering this crisp wedge salad with blue cheese crumble. Love those. And some, then he would not eat all of the salad, take the blue cheese, put it on his porterhouse stick. Nice. There you go. So that's what I'm doing for my birthday. <laughs> I mean, you could also. And I have to drive up to Boston. Tomorrow. You could also just but, ask for some blue cheese on the side. That's, that's what I do with my, my steaks. I'll, no, I, it, ha it has to have that watery lettuce type of. Okay. <laughs> okay. You have to have that. The water from the lettuce has to seep off, so it gotcha. gets that nice glaze to it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, enjoy, brother. I hope you have a, a, a good time over there. I will. And, and then lobster rolls and clam chowder tomorrow. When I, I go to Boston. This kid's driving to Boston. There's a six-hour round trip just to pick somebody up. Unfucking real. Hey, listen. That's love. That's love. Listen, I'll be like, listen. Hey, sis. Uh, you know that train that's over there? I'll pick you up from Penn Station. You, you know how to get on a, on a bus, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Take that train or take the bus, and then I'll meet you down here. Absolutely. Listen. Because, you know, gas is expensive. My, cous and my cousin's six and in college. Six hours and change. My cousin's in college. Her mother was supposed to pick her up blah, blah, from blah, school. Blah. 
She has a lot of luggage bringing back for the whole winter break and all that shit. I just hear a bunch, bunch of excuses. Her mom got COVID yeah, and, you know, she hurt. can't go. And now I, I took a sick day that mm. I'm not going to get refunded for at the end of the year. So I need to take it anyway. And a lot of no, it's no, a long story, but we won't get into it. A lot of no refunds this year. <laughs> the 2022, the year of the no refund. And I'm, I'm a little pissed by that. Yeah. So, you know, no, I knew I knew this no refund was coming. No, okay. It's the other no refunds that I have a, a particular problem with. Mm. I'm going to book. No, I'm not going to boycott shit. What am I talking yeah, about? I don't know what, you, what you're saying. I'm not going to boycott anything. Yeah, I'm man. still going to buy the TV. You know what? I am going to boycott buying AEW t-shirts from Pro Wrestling Tees. Okay. And I will tell you why. Mm. I really want to buy some. I want to buy the My Dog shirt that Sami Zayn is doing for the profits uh, going to syria okay i believe but you're not going to be i don't want i don't want to talk out of context but for some reason hashtag sammy for syria is plastered on my head okay but you're not going to and why is that because they don't offer the shirt the particular shirt that i need in my size anymore so that's why you're boycotting i bought them out (laughs) i bought so many shirts over the past you know year and a half that they just don't offer it in that size. So you're spiting you're you're spiting yourself because you hate them because of our own self love of food. Love, yeah. Mm, okay, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay. I just want to make sure. I'm in the same boat. So yeah, I I get it. But you're not. I need a tall shirt. I need a. I got a tall torso. I need a round shirt. Yeah, but that but they sell round shirts. All shirts are round shirts. You just got to go up in size. Not all shirts are tall shirts. You still got a, a triple X. In there. I don't want. I don't want to do the YMCA and half of my belly button sticking out. Oh, that's. that's you know, if that, I want to do the wave at an AEW show because it's getting boring. That's during that, the ROH matches or whatever. <laughs> I don't want my belly button just hanging out. That is a decision that we've both made, and that we have to live with those consequences. I'm sorry. Listen, belly out. But this is America. I should be able to buy something from a place that I like, every and they o- should be able to offer it. Every other chubby American does the same thing. Listen, we- <laughs> I tried saying that with a straight face. I really could. Nice try. Uh, uh, by the way, you're absolutely correct. It is. It is my fault. It is our. Yes, we 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 put our everything is my fault. <laughs> I live my life that way. You know how Vin Diesel said, "I live my life a quarter mile at a time." Family. Yes. I also subscribe to that, but I also subscribe to it's my fault. If something happened to you, it's probably my fault. Full. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad. That, I'm glad that we recognize that. Uh, by the way, it, in our hiatus, I re reheard last week's episode, and I've um, I have a statement to make. So, really quick, uh, that's it. That's just a, a statement uh, of retaliation. So, <clears throat> I, I've I've written the statement out. Oh. The, following the following statement, statement and remarks do not reflect that of Chris Mindell nor his employer, the Sons of Slam Incorporated. But well, no, they do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> the following statement. Is mine and mine alone and reflects the views of Chris Mindell and does not reflect the views of Sons of Slam, is what you meant to say, or Joe Black. Yes. With, with that yes, being yes, said, yes, yes, yes. Now, with that, with all that being said, all that being said, I may say that I agree with this after, but go on. You probably won't. I have listened to the show last week from two weeks ago. And we were talking about a certain aspect of uh seating, and I brought up an analogy of Broadway. Since then. I have seen three, count them, three shows in the span of a week. And with that being said, 
with all due respect, and I say this with all due respect, please hear my heart, go fuck yourself. And then now, listen, again, with all due respect, you, Joe Black, can go fuck yourself. That is my written statement. And again, I say that with all due respect because I love you so much. And that's that's from me to you. Thoughts, prayers. As he's muted and he... It's our first show, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. Yes, your thoughts. I would like to reiterate a statement I said last week as well. <clears throat> I, I said, with all due respect, go fuck yourself. That's. A, it's, I just want you to, before you say, okay, what, what right, I know right. you're going to say. Let me, let, me, let me preface all this. Let me what preface all say. this by saying, yes. you know, I love you, all that stuff. <laughs> okay. Mm. The following remarks reflect that of Joe Black and not of Chris Mindell mm-hmm. or nor Sons of Slam podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I mean this with all due respect. Sure. With all due respect. Sure. Um, <clears throat> gay. <laughs> you are a fucking twat. <laughs> no, listen. That was not listen, part of my statement. I do want to. I do want to say. I enjoy the. <laughs> I enjoy the ambiance and and the night out of going to a play on Broadway. I get that. Like I said, I've seen a couple plays, but it's just the plays that some people. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. I believe there's a play about Alanis Morissette. It was it was called Jagged Little Pill. Yes. Why do we need that? So here's. <laughs> It, right. This, I'm telling you right now. The this entire that I've show. Seen, this the place that I've seen makes sense. Million dollar quartet. That's a very big moment in music history. Okay. Sure. Sure. It makes sense. The Beatles reign. Mm-hmm. The Beatles are one of the biggest bands in history. This all makes sense to you, by the way. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To you. Are you telling me the <laughs> Beatles you. aren't one of the biggest bands in history? I didn't Come say on. any of that. But you're saying that these shows make sense as opposed to other shows. I just saw Beetle. I saw Beetlejuice in the span of a month. So that makes sense. That's a take on a movie. Okay. Which is I a- can justify all these. Keep going. <laughs> which that just happens to be a musical. I saw uh, uh, the play that goes wrong, which is a straight show, but it's a it's a comedy about just a, a show within a show, uh, and the, the the entire play is just awful. And that's the funny part of it. It was hysterical. It was one of my favorite shows ever. I highly recommend you go see that show. The play that goes wrong. I then went to see uh, a friend of mine got tickets to see Six, which was just a bunch of women that's singing. Fine. Singing uh, their hearts out, and that was really good. And then I went to see uh, Little Shop. Xbox. Little- yes, it is. And then I went to see Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors, I can get, I can get behind. Okay, Lion okay. King, I can get. Like the big ones, I can get behind those. Uh, okay. I, can, I don't get me wrong, I can get behind. Listen, them. my 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 whole background is is acting. I used to act in high school, acted in theater. I, I'm just I, not. I act ever. like I like you. You know, this is a whole thing. So you know, it's it just it's perpetuated. That's that's it. <laughs> that was a big pop for me. <laughs> and that's it. So uh, I just wanted to get that written statement out. I, I I took a very long time writing that out, and I I hope that everybody can appreciate that. Anyway, do we have wrestling to talk about? I think we have wrestling to talk about. What a segue! All right, good. Well, I think we're past that now. <laughs> I think we have wrestling to talk about. So let's get let's get to uh, the wrestling. Do we have? Anything outside the ring to talk about, sir? 
So have let me ask you this. Have you ever heard about the original, the OG, Dusty Rhodes? OG Dusty Rhodes. I mean, I've heard of Dusty yeah. Rhodes. No, no, no. There's one before the son of the plumber. And I'm not talking about his father. Someone not related to Dusty Rhodes. Not we, at all related. Well, Dusty Rhodes that we know. Who knows? Could be related. You never know. Saying there's, a, there's multiple Dusty Rhodes. In the same yes. Family. Okay. No, I have not. The original Dusty Rhodes is affiliated with, was affiliated with, because he's passed, mm-hmm. uh, the Barrow Gang. Do you know who that is? I do not. Well, I like to fancy myself a bit of a history buff. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Barrow Gang uh. is a gang of uh, train robbers, you know, outlaws mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, right. 20s, 30s, 30s around there, uh, ran by the infamous Clyde Barrow of Bonnie and Clyde. Huh. Yes. The original Dusty Rhodes was a deputy sheriff who got into a gunfight with that gang that led to a shoot-to-kill order on them, resulting in that infamous picture of the car filled with bullet holes. Well. So, yeah. The demise of Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. This OG Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. He was a sheriff. The more you know. Do-do-do-do. Um, the other thing I have outside the ring is Matt Riddle. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Matt Riddle was, uh, what about him? He recently got written off of television and people have been speculating as to why he's been written off of television. Sure, sure. Everybody thought it was an injury. Sure. Turns out it was not. Matt Riddle has been suspended due to a wellness policy violation. Oh man. <sighs> yeah. I know. I mean, we kind of saw it coming. Uh, Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net reported, sources have told me that the reason Matt Riddle failed a drug test leading up to SummerSlam, this was also the last test under Vince McMahon's regime, with Vince no longer in charge, a new, quote-unquote, new creative direction, Mm -hmm. there we go, Mm -hmm. was taken regarding uh, Riddle, Mm -hmm. and his big match against Rollins was postponed until Clash at the Castle. Additionally, Mm -hmm. I was told that the company informed Riddle at the time that another failed drug test would result in a rehab or fired situation, mm. similar to what happened previously with Mr. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Hardy, Hardy. Hardy party. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and if we know anything about the WWE's wellness policy, mm-hmm. is that I believe it's the second. The second violation, after the second violation, it's prompts for termination. And I believe there's been reports that another violation by Matt Riddle would result in him being fired. Yeah, so this was also, ironically, well, not ironically, uh, coincidentally, uh, uh, definitely something more than just the weed. Uh, He was doing a little more than celebrating the 420. So, just a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit. Um, yeah. So this this looks like it's the second violation for Mister Riddle, and um, that that leads to the the storyline being written that he will be off <laughs> conveniently <laughs> by the beatdown by Solo Sequoia, Solo Sequoia, for six weeks, <laughs> six a six week uh, 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 injury 
that he was stretched out for. Um, Let's say that's a little after what? Mm, 30 days? 40 days? Uh, yeah. 30 days of a full violation, two weeks to get you back on the television? Mm-hmm. Makes about right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Seems all well and good. Yes, absolutely. And just in time for uh, Rumble, too. Um, yeah, I also did the math on that. I go, hang on a second. Six weeks puts us at the end of January. That is convenient. That's that's quite convenient. Convenient, my friend. Um, yeah, this is uh, not good for Mr. Riddle. And the fact that he's also, I mean, what, what, what is good is that he's dating a uh, a porn star. Uh, in Misha. Uh, adult film actress. Sure, okay. whatever. Sure, whatever. All um, right, bruh. Misha Montana, which I just love that name. Misha? Misha Montana. Very Russian. Misha Montana. No, not Montana. Misha. Oh. I feel like that has to be a Russian name, right? Regardless, it sounds it. But regardless, yeah, the boy's in trouble. So we shall see in, uh, I guess, in five weeks from now <laughs> what, what the deal is with him. And all things uh, Riddle. Uh, speaking of people off TV, uh, <clears throat> someone that <laughs> I, I just I crack up every time I see her her uh, her promos her her vignettes for her return. How many returns is this now for uh, Lacey Evans? By my count, it's about uh, Baker's dozen. A Baker's dozen, Jim. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, whatever new storyline is going to come up with. Last time we saw her, she was getting her ass beat by, of all people, Liv Morgan, <laughs> setting up for her bout with Ronda Rousey. And, um, excuse me. Yeah, how many different Marine gimmicks can we go through? I know. Uh, just Before it's it gets a little old hack. Get a little old. Get a little old. Um, Sergeant Slaughter was dope. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Sergeant Slaughter was awesome. I, sure. I, don't, I don't know. I said, don't get me wrong. Sure. That, right, that's a say, normal right, opinion yeah. by people. I, say, I, I disagree with uh, you wholeheartedly. Yeah, absolutely. The original Lacey Evans, like, which not the Southern Belle, like her first repackaging, mm-hmm. I feel like had a lot of potential to be a baby face. Sure. But they weren't packaging her as a baby face. Mm-hmm. They were packaging her as a heel, mm-hmm. but she just came off as baby face to the entire public. <laughs> right. And uh, I felt like that had a lot of potential. Then they just keep on repackaging her. It makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. Uh, we're getting a very uh, big show vibe. Which way are you going? Where? Which way are you going there, Lacey? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> what? Uh, so we talked about Riddle. We talked about Lacey. Um, what else we got here? Oh, uh, how about how about Ms. Banks? Sasha, if you're nasty. Who? Uh, yeah, exactly. So Sasha Banks, apparently. Uh, not only will she be... You mean the artist formerly known as Sasha, as Sasha Banks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> formerly known as Ms. Banks. Um, she looks like she's... Uh, not only will be in New Japan Pro Wrestling and will be appearing at Wrestle Kingdom 17 next year, but it looks like she'll be, be paid more than Le Champion for her New Japan deal. And I believe Chris Jericho was making a hundred grand... Her uh, an appearance show, yeah, her so, appearance, right? So she'll be making more than that. And this Wrestle Kingdom 17 will be taking place in the Tokyo Dome January 4th, uh, two days before my birthday, 2023. So here's the funny thing about about all that mm. I have something that is kind of inside the ring, but we're we would never, not that we would ever, unless something big happens. Mm-hmm. That this, I believe, is also something that needs to be addressed. I believe a couple hours ago, um. Who is his name? Oh, my God. I can't. Carl Anderson. Excuse me. Right. He, he, who just retained, by the way. Carl Anderson retained the Never Open Weight Championship. 
which means that the WWE has to have some sort of working relationship with New Japan. Mm. For him to be able to do all that, right. what I'm trying to get at is I'm not completely sold that Sasha Banks is completely done with the WWE. Okay. If she appears on Wrestle Kingdom as Sasha Banks, I I think she's ah, okay. a WWE superstar. I could I could see that. They keep on reporting it as Sasha Banks is, you know, set to do battle for New Japan. Right. And they say that a deal is in place, but they don't say how the deal got made. Mm. Mercedes or Sasha Banks, whichever one you want to call her, she could have went to WWE and been like, I got this great offer from New Japan. Right. I would like to stay with the WWE. Is there any chance that I can work this show in New Japan? Mm -hmm. And then fulfill my dates there, come back, do another program just in time for the Rumble. It, I, I wouldn't put it past it. Mm. I mean, story developing. Yeah, not, not, not a bad thought. I just, um, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was so adamant about her returning in Boston that I oh, guess me too. That, that I guess for uh for war games that I guess the next best thing would be uh number 27 entrance in the Royal Rumble uh in San Antonio. No, she um, she deserves a 30. She deserves a 30. She deserves a 30th <laughs> entrance. 100%. Name one superstar who's going to get as big a pop uh as Sasha Banks is at number 30 during the Royal Rumble. I'm sorry. Women's superstar. Um, no, no, listen, I I agree. I completely agree. I just think that she has a <laughs> she has built a way of making her over while not being there and getting her way. Like she's one of few people that has this has worked out for her. And uh, like normally people be like, "Oh, screw her, oh, just you know, yeah, fuck off and 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 move move on." I, I feel like, uh. I mean, the only person I can I really, I don't know if the comparison is really there, but CM Punk, um, if CM Punk were to return now after his departure, his, his walking off, I think, uh, people would not be having it. Um, as, no, as he has to come back as a heel if he does, uh, which is probably his best bet. And he's done that before in WWE to, to great success. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, look at him in versus uh, Undertaker. I thought that was a great program. Um, but. Yeah, some say some say Punk should have beaten the Undertaker. <laughs> some say uh, I, for one, I, am not one of those. I was going to say I would not have been one of those people. Um, I'm one of those people that said I could see a path to where Bray Wyatt defeated the Undertaker. Mm -hmm. I could see that, but Brock Lesnar also makes sense. Yes, although the whole thing just really didn't make sense overall. I, you could have gone without it, someone defeating him. Yeah. I mean, just leave the lore of WrestleMania. Yeah, I just I feel like there's there's there was no purpose to have it have to have him lose that streak. I've said that I've said it many times. It just it, the whole thing just didn't make sense, and to have it, and it felt so kind of like, especially when when <laughs> from the from the time that that Cole announced it, when we had the, the you had the the camera focused on Heyman, you had Cole announce it as the streak is over. Like it was just kind of so like anticlimactic and then just as the fans were stunned and everybody was like after the fact was like did that really need to happen i'm, I'm going on again okay, tangent based but 
the whole thing just didn't, didn't make any sense. Anyway. Well, let me ask you this. Is Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar if he doesn't defeat The Undertaker at WrestleMania? Mm, I mean, it helps. It helps the lore. I think it, I, it, well, you got to remember there, there was a full like two, three years after that where Paul Heyman was, was saying the man who conquered the streak, mm-hmm. Barack Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I mean, just one, one more you know, accolade to add on to the, uh, the string of Heymanisms. I don't know. Uh, I think it would have been, it's a lot different if he I mean, the man, doesn't defeat the man without this, without the breaking of the streak, he's had a hell of a run. And so, Oh, uh, with with that, it just helps. I just feel like it, that didn't make him. It, it just added to the the Lesnar oh, lore. I, I highly disagree. I think it made him right there. Really, he was already. made. I think anything after that is a bonus. He was already made. That's he's a, why, that's, that's he, why he's he a chose, made man at that point. But, that, but he was already made. That's why McMahon said it was going to be him, and and Taker was like, okay, like it was really wasn't like something that he had a say in. He was just yeah, like, but then that's like getting the Council of Elders on board with your decision. Right, but that, again, you can make a decision, but you need the council to to back you up. But proven decision. to my point is for the masses was, to agree. He was it. already made, so you didn't need that to just put him over again. Like he was, he was made so much that that was the guy that was that was decided on to end the streak. That's how made. But he that's what I'm was. saying. He was made behind the scenes. He was made in front of the dude. He was already a, a multi. I think champion. after that, it was there was no no doubt in anyone's mind. It, he, he was he was already with Heyman. He was already. I, we can go back and forth all day. He was with Heyman from day one. I understood, but what I'm saying is that he was He wasn't already, a made man. I'll, I'll go I'm, on I'm, I'm, I'm telling you now to take say a, that him winning the UFC championship was what made him a made man. Okay, that's fine. I can agree with that more than than Taker. Taker's streak was was a a a uh what's the word I'm It was about? a fluke, let's call it. it was he should have lost. <laughs> it, it was a nice it was a novelty, the word I was looking for. It was a novelty that people hung on to every single year that Taker would would wrestle and you know, other than also being concussed in that match, uh, and, and him finishing the match, it, it it didn't make sense to have him lose that streak. It didn't. It really didn't. He could have gone thirty five and zero, and and he could have ended with AJ Styles in the cinematic match, and that would have been the end of it. And he would have went like you know thirty two, thirty three, whatever it was. There really was. I would have rather him ended with Brock. No, to be honest. Okay, that's that. This is our own our own opinions. I just again, I don't feel like it was necessary to have it. And again, I feel like he was already so made. That even without that, he he would have gone on to do multiple championships that, that he already did. He even after Taker, he he won multiple championships. He had a a, a tremendous uh, a program with with uh, Reigns. Um, you know, having this thing with still going, which is still kind of sort of going, and you know, <laughs> it's still going. I mean, it's going to go forever. I think that that's sort of fade. I I, I was looking forward to him with with Lashley. That you know, hopefully he's on pause until you know, he comes back. We'll, we'll see. Anyway. Um, Anyway, all that to say is Sasha Banks is making bank <laughs> uh, in, <laughs> in Japan. And yes, so Jericho at $100,000 a shot uh, will be making a lot more uh, for Sasha Banks. And that's a very, I, you know, I never even thought about that point. Like if, if we get to see her in, in New Japan as Sasha Banks, that'll go on to say a lot. Sasha Banks is a WWE entity. It if is. she is not Sasha Banks. That's true. It w- It will. Yeah, yeah, it should be an interesting development. Uh, More to come. Back spe- to the newsroom. Back to the newsroom. Speaking of uh, the ladies of WWE, uh, shout out to Mandy Rose and her long reign as NXT champion. The streak 
is over. Yeah, so I want to I want to bring something up. I don't I don't recall who the person was that tweeted it. Beast or some I Beast, something like that. Mm-hmm. He tw- he sent out a tweet this weekend that said so Mandy Rose had a couple of uh sultry pictures leaked over the interwebs this sure. past weekend. Oh sure. And uh this one gentleman decided to tweet out I'm surprised with Mandy Rose leaks be you know being presented all over the internet. Mm. I'm surprised that WWE hasn't stepped in and done something. And then she immediately this is why it took traction. If you noticed on Twitter, Mandy Rose was trending over the weekend for something nobody knew why. Mm. This was why. Mm. Mandy Rose DM'd that guy mm. and said, Hey, can you take that like can you take that tweet down? And mm. she kept on like telling him to take the tweet down mm. until he eventually took it down. Mm. But now, as soon as I saw that Mandy Rose lost the championship, I go, oh, WWE stepped in and did something finally. <laughs> she got a little too comfortable with herself taking taking pictures of herself on the internet. Listen, we all got comfortable with her comfortability, and I thank you for it. Still Man- comfortable with Mandy, it. Mandy, I, I am. I tip my, my cap, and I give you a chef's kiss. But... Yes, uh, I I can't, I can't imagine and, and understand why it went this long. Other than when McMahon had the deal with Playboy and had uh, during the Attitude Era and had all those uh, those magazines out with with all the the divas in the magazine. I think that's what kept me into wrestling all but, these years. <laughs> the, all the because uh, I remember that I remember that coming out and I was a child. The Sable, Tori Wilson, China uh, mags. Say, do you remember when you would go to the amusement like not the amusement park like a carnival? Mm-hmm back in like the late 90s and you would ha- like they would have the balloons you would throw it at a dartboard sure all that stuff yes and if you hit a couple you win a prize and one of those prizes used to be those little square photos that were in the white cardboard casing mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about they do bro i had one these are the three i remember having for certain mm-hmm. well there's a yankee one but that's not part of the three mm-hmm. there was a stone cold steve austin one that i won <laughs> okay there was a Booker T one that I won, <laughs> and there was a Sable one that was very sultry. <laughs> and I was like seven. I was walking around very a fucking carnival. Sultry. <laughs> you should we have that joke? Give that back to me. Yeah, your exactly. Dad, How old are you? Took, your dad. I am twelve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your dad took it and has, has it to this day. Uh yeah. Good times. Uh yeah. So Mandy Rose is no longer your NXT champion, and. uh she, I believe the longest reigning NXT Women's Champion, third in history, third, third, third. Shayna and Asuka? That's correct. Oh, all right. I that. thought she went past them. Nope she missed. Uh, she missed Shayna by three days. <laughs> by three days. Oh, they ripped. Yep. Yeah. This was WWE this going. Is, you fucked up, you girl. Up. You screwed it up. Uh, Mandy Rose at four thirteen. Uh, Baszler at four sixteen, and Asuka with the tremendous five hundred and twenty-two. 520. Three days away, dude. Three days away. Three, if she just would have won, she would have made it. <laughs> like if she won yeah. last night. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, yeah. She would have been cheap. She wouldn't She wouldn't went a whole a whole week. Oh fuck. <laughs> a whole week without wrestling. Um she would have went to 420. That's the funniest part about uh, it. Ah, but up. 
She would have been 420. They were like, no, we can't have 400. Was, we can't have it going. Really? Seriously, Sorry. Seriously, though, nobody was was paying attention to the fact that she, on her on her website, that she sells calendars and, and provocative pictures that were like, you know, now it's getting from lingerie, from, uh, from you know, tight workout clothes to lingerie to nips. Like, nobody notices. But that's not, that's the point. Nobody's supposed to know about that. She's not promoting it. These pictures got leaked on Twitter as opposed to getting leaked on telegram or whatever you want to call it mm, yeah. man oh man <laughs> something like that you know Hot but now all uh, they're getting leaked over like the world wide web but what did she think was going to happen <laughs> seriously what, i don't know what did mandy think was going to actually happen like, like these, these photos were just they contained to her website uh, damn it i i said a couple weeks ago there was a freaking uh telegram channel uh dedicated to which by the way they've taken down since a, a telegram channel uh, dedicated to shout out to all of our listeners and higher ups and not taking our episodes down thank you very much <laughs> thank you very much i uh, thank you take uh, the rest of them down leave us up we, we are for the people for the, yes even though we play music that we should we should have supposed to anyway but we're doing it for the people for the people anyway Mandy Rose, congratulations. And and also, you know, shout out to her. I mean, she wasn't too thrilled if you watched the video. So after NXT, there was a video of a uh, cell phone video of um, Mandy being uh, serenaded by the crowd in a thank you, Mandy chant. And she, you know, waved to the crowd a couple times and went on her way. I'll do you one better. Yes. You want to know what I didn't like so much? Mm. I saw on NXT's Instagram mm. that uh, Roxanne was looking at the title at the top of the ramp right as it was going off air maybe right after it went off air or whatever it was and she she gave a kiss to the title and she raised the title as she's rate as she's doing all this mm. you can very clearly hear in the back thank you mandy chance mm -hmm. that's not good for a brand new champion who's supposed to be your baby face right. <laughs> I, I know that is not good at all yeah yeah, I think they well they 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 were cheering for Roxanne until I guess that started to fade away, and you know you don't know when they're going. Yeah, to but the the visual on Instagram is that your champion is holding up mm -hmm. their title, mm -hmm. and the entire crowd is chanting for the person who just lost. Yeah, yeah, not not a good look. Not 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 at all. Not good timing. Even though, again, like I said, they, if you watch it, they were cheering her until they were done cheering her, and then they, again, if you're in the crowd, you don't know when they're going to, to commercial, when they're going to break, when they're going off air. Like you don't see the magically see the uh, <laughs> the copyright on the bottom of your 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 the floor. It's it's just kind of like it's left up in the air. So yeah, it was it was a very weird timing and and bad fade into that chance. Uh, agreed. Speaking of timestamp and all that, uh -huh. watermark. You sure they did. They they pulled it again at deadline. Oh, how so? At the very end of deadline. Uh, so oh, I'll just really quickly with deadline. Go go. Let's go into uh, that whole. There's only really a couple major parts I want to get to. Okay. Uh, I did enjoy the matches. Mm -hmm. they, they were really good. The the survive, Iron Survivor matches. Mm -hmm. So I do understand why they didn't have so many pinfalls in the first Iron Survivor match and the women's match, uh, because there were so many in the end in the men's match. Mm. I think Grayson Waller came in and immediately got two pinfalls, like right there, went from nothing to two just like that. So it is a very interesting concept right. of a match. Right. And uh, I do want to see how it goes forward from here. Are they going to institute it in other 
Is this a match or is this a pay-per-view? That's what I want to know. Mm. You know what I mean? Is it going to be that at NXT deadline every year you will get an Iron Survivor match? Right. Somewhat along the lines of a Money in the Bank originally. Uh, I, I'm down for it. I, you know, I, I like the concept. I like new concepts. I, I, I think uh, maybe some things need to be like kind of cleared up as far as timing goes. But I mean, I I have no problem with the, the idea of of this. Um, we was had, a good idea. Uh, yes, yeah, so Grayson Waller, Shawn Michaels' baby, Braun Breaker uh, defeating Apollo Cruz. Um, <clears throat> I was. Uh, I, just, I I love the fact that they keep bringing these these guys from the main roster over. So we have new tag team champions in uh, 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 New Day. Uh-huh. I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, please. Uh, I want to point out uh, the real goat of the NXT commentary team of all time, Booker T. Oh Lord. <laughs> I mean, recency bias. I understand. Yeah, because uh, I, I could. Do, but, uh, excuse me, I could do without him any time of the day. But yeah, go ahead. I could, but I just want to point. The roller coaster of emotions that was displayed by Booker T on Saturday at deadline was absolutely incredible. So Roxanne Perez wins the Iron Survivor uh, match, and she would go on to face Mandy Rose last night and defeat her, and Roxanne Perez is your new NXT Women's Champion. Right. With all that being said... Mm. Uh, I was talking about the roller coaster of emotions displayed by Booker T. He went from crying out of joy and pride when Roxanne Perez won the uh, Iron Survivor Challenge because uh, uh, Roxanne Perez is a product of the reality of wrestling school. Uh, Owned and operated by none other than the five-time, 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 World champion Booker T. Buys. Yeah, obviously. But to have him going from the highest of highs with one of his students winning a historic match. Mm-hmm. Two. Should be in the record books forever, no matter what. Mm-hmm. To then feeling completely deflated oh. after the New Day win the tag titles. And Vic informs Booker T that Kofi Kingston now has the most tag title wins in WWE history, uh, surpassing none other than the two-time, two-time WWE Hall of Famer. Harlem Heat. Booker T. Harlem Heat. It was just like just like the first match to the second match, he literally <laughs> couldn't go on with commentating because he was crying, uh-huh. which I love. I, I almost shed a tear. To him then feeling so upset, he goes, man, you got to rub it in my face right now. <laughs> the hell Kofi's just celebrating up there then Kofi comes on Tuesday know. night and Kofi. rubs it in his face so he, didn't, he didn't even know in the moment but then on, on NXT Tuesday yeah unbelievable so shout out to New Day who's, who's now the NXT tag team champions Um, I feel like though these these main card guys like hold these belts for like five seconds and then they, they'll give it up it's because they just need to get eyes on it yeah Kind of, and who better to get eyes on a product than the New Day? I guess, but a little, a little sad they have to go go that route. Um, and by the way, if Grayson Waller is winning this uh, Survivor Challenge, is he the one to take it off Braun Breaker? I mean, he has to be, right? Not necessarily. Who else? Who else? Unless have? Braun is getting a call up. I mean, it, it's it sounds like there's a couple people that are getting call ups. Apparently, I know there's uh, 
Uh, Mr. To the Moon, uh, Mr. Grimes, there's... Um, I don't mind that at all. That would be a good one. Uh, 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 who else was there? I think Braun was one of them, actually. There was there were three names. I have to go back and check check it out. Um, anyway, so that was uh, Deadline. Um, uh, that, 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 what else do I have about to the ring? Oh, I found this interesting, this, this little tidbitty story. Um, so, you know, Triple H has brought back some of the names that were canned by his papa-in-law. And uh, since then, there have not been names named, but according to reports, he is, the trip is a little underwhelmed by some of the talent that he rehired since taking over creative. Um, mm. So who? New, who, who? The new WWE management, as the story goes on to say, made makeshift changes in their product in terms of improving television products, storylines, better growth opportunities for prospects, and return of top superstars let go during the McMahon era, such as Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman, Karrion Cross. However, according to a report by WrestleVotes on Twitter, some of those stars brought back during the rehiring wave have underperformed since their return and have not matched up to Triple H's expectations. Quote, I'm told, this is according to the report uh, on WrestleVotes, I'm told a handful of talent brought back in the rehiring wave over the summer have underperformed and severely underwhelmed Triple H and others since returning to the company. Who? Who could that be? Who? Who is underwhelmed? Karrion Cross? No. Johnny? To me, the storylines, maybe. I don't know about, like, match-wise. but Candace, I could see. Storylines li- story have been kind of... Storylines, yes. Like, I don't see anything as far as match-wise. Like, this this whole Braun, thing... This whole thing, maybe. With, this whole thing, This whole thing with Miz and, and uh, Dexter Loomis and, and Johnny, this whole storyline, is it's got to go. I'm, I'm done with it. it. It's over. We can move on. Um, it, I guarantee you it's leading to a fucking uh, Johnny... Uh, uh, team team re- wrestling versus Team Miz... <laughs> the way the way versus yeah honestly not no not even that it would just be candace and candace and johnny versus Miz and marie's at wrestlemania i'm doing this again book it we did it already that's fine book it again do do it again let's Let's see is that the only match the miz can do i mean jeez let's see how many couples the miz and maurice can wrestle at wrestlemania (laughs) so far two two you can get booker t and charmel to come back that'd be great oh man talk about nostalgia (laughs) That hit me right in the feels. Uh see, it's so the Triple H underwhelmed. Um, you have anything else outside the ring before we? Uh, I had this for last week, but I want to give a shout out to Dakota Kai. Ah, oh, the return because of, right after uh, Survivor Series, mm-hmm. the span of ma- the span of three days that she worked, right after Survivor Series, leading up to Survivor Series and after it, mm. was wild. <clears throat> And I have something to read. Damage control is just, they're nonstop. Go ahead. On Saturday, Mm -hmm. a grueling 40-minute War Games match at Survivor Series. On Sunday, a live event right after War Games. Mm -hmm. And on Monday, a 15-minute banger with Candice on Raw. Mm. Okay. That's crazy. That's insane. Just the War Games to start it all off. Be like, no, War Games is just a warm-up for me. That's fucking wild. Uh, so between Dakota Kai and and yeah and uh, EO and the whole damage control, all three of them, the Bailey having a match too on Raw, um, and then we had a day a return actually speaking of returns on SmackDown of one Tegan Knox. You can talk about that either. 
Yes. Forgot um, about that. She she looks good. Tegan Knox finally. She looks so good. The girl with the shiniest wizard. It's <laughs> just weird to say. She is all of all the wizards, the shiniest of the wizards. Uh the shiniest of all the wizards. Good for her and her. Wizardry? Wizardry, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but let me shut up. Um, but good for her. So we have we have her return. Um uh, let's see what here. Let's just go into uh up up and up uh actually you know what? Really quickly. Uh, I know I'm all over the place here. Uh Ring of Honor. Let's let's go there and then we'll finish off with WWE. Alrighty then. Uh before we get into Ring of Honor, I would like to point out one <laughs> sure. thing. Yes. Trent Seven. Oh yeah. Trent Seven recently debuted. You heard that correctly. Debuted mm-hmm. on AEW Rampage. And I was heartbroken. Mm. Utterly heartbroken. There was nothing more I wanted to see than to for Butch to go back to his old ways and align with his mustache mountain brethren mm. and create the British strong style of wrestling. Him, I'm sorry, Pete Dunne, mm-hmm. not Butch, Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven yeah, thank, thank would have been awesome. But alas. But now I'm realizing they signed Trent Seven to uh, cater to their London market that they're going to next year. In it, oh, Benjamin Maurice yeah. Webb, huh? Benjamin Maurice Webb, ah, uh, aka Trent, interesting. Trent Seven, that's his name. That Benjamin Maurice Webb, that is it. AKA Trent Seven, that is it. Is it because he has seven names? <laughs> but up. <laughs> uh, really quickly, let's go over uh, 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 just the main, the main the stuff here for um final battle uh we have a new women's champion which um i'm all for athena deserves something some sort of accolade and this this is it um second women's title she's won in the state of texas oh nxt women's championship fun fact uh so she defeated mercedes martinez we have a new uh, ring of honor champion um I'm, I'm liking her her new uh shtick uh swerving our glory taking the win against shane taylor uh promotions but uh this whole thing was swerving our glory. Uh, I, when, when are they doing this? A double or nothing? Like what's what's happening? Um, who knows? Maybe Keith Lee. Double or revolution? No, Revol- yeah. could be. Revolution. The next one is revolution. That could be. It. Uh, I have a question. So, are all the people who are upset with me about not knowing who you know Diesel was before WWE? Upset is a strong word, but go ahead. Are they also are they also pissed off with me at um? Not knowing that Keith Lee was a part of the Shane Taylor promotions, no, no, oh, <laughs> oh, because right. because that also happened. Yes, yes, that did also. you know, yes, that also happened, and I didn't know about that before Ring of Honor Final Battle. Right. So are they also going to get on my ass for not knowing that? I mean, they or should. can I finally get on their ass for not knowing something? Well, if you don't know it, then you can't get on their ass for not knowing it either. Well, they didn't know it before I <laughs> told them just now, and I knew it before then, so, so I'm in the right. Man, <laughs> see, see, man. Actually, um, uh, bah, 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 bah. we had a lot of switchovers with belts here. Uh, Daniel Garcia dropping the belt to Wheel of Yuta for the ROH Pure Championship. Um, yep. Ring of Honor is officially Blackpool territory. It really is. It took over. Uh, how about the match of the freaking year with uh, FTR against the Briscoes? Oh, my God. <laughs> if, if you haven't, uh, in, in all fairness, in all fairness, I did not watch Final Battle. 
I did. Ho- did I. I did, however, watch this match in its entirety. Good mm-hmm. God. If you have never seen a match in your life, <laughs> if you've never watched a wrestling match, this might be a bad match to watch because it just it only goes down from here. Um, it's not a wrestling match. It's a fight. It's a fight with just blood everywhere. Uh, it's a, it was a double dog collar match. Uh, awesome. FTR versus it. the Briscoes. And if you, yeah, just, just, I will not do this, this match justice as far as describing what it was, but it was absolutely insane. The Briscoes win. And it was just, just go watch it. If you, I don't know. I don't know where you can see it. YouTube, if there's a, a, a stream that you can find it on with just that Listen, match you alone. You can find Manny Rose nudes. You can find this match. You can probably find it in the same spot too. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, just again, one of the best matches probably of the year, and that's not that's not an exaggeration. Just uh, within the first two minutes, it was just blood, <laughs> just blood. Um, apparently, I saw as soon as I saw that FTR was wearing white, I go, "They're going to be gushing." There's gushing blood. It's going to show everywhere. Yep. Uh, apparently, Dax Harwood lost a tooth. Um, oh. Uh, there was a uh, doomsday device. So it finally happened where someone punches someone and you see the freaking gum or their spit fly yeah. out of the air. No, that was a tooth. And every time when you're a kid, you go, holy shit, he lost a tooth. Yeah, no, that was just gum. That was now he actually spit. lost the tooth. Actually lost a tooth. <laughs> actually lost a tooth. Um, Samoa Joe against Juice Robinson, who uh, uh, even even after uh, putting on a good match, you followed up that, you know, banger of a, you know, of a match with, with, uh, the tag team there, but Smojo uh, with the retention there, and the only one to retain, the I only believe. one to retain, and then your main event with Chris Jericho and Claudio Castagnoli for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Can I just give a shout out? I don't know exactly where they were, Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. but I just want to give a shout out to the crowd that was there because Cesaro went for his swing, and kudos to Chris Jericho for making this up in the first place. But Cesaro went for his swing. Mm-hmm. And they started counting like they always do. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And when they get to eight, they screamed, Ocho! <laughs> and then nine, ten, <laughs> okay. eleven. I lost it. I go, that is one of the most cre- like crowd-created ch- like things i've ever seen in wrestling but, but how do they all like in unison it's just i guess the power of wrestling <laughs> you just know like in all in unison it's not like they had a meeting it was like oh listen if they do the swing we're gonna we're gonna say ocho they just all knew to do that i bet they just find one like because granted when you're there you can get a this is awesome chant going and mm-hmm. people will start to get behind it mm-hmm. but it's um it's a little different when you watch it on television because you just see people doing it and it's just one part of the arena. Right. So they could just have the microphone on that one part of the arena and that's it. It just, it sounded really good. <laughs> it sounded good. Um, yeah. So, uh, he tapped out to the big swing. I, I, I think I've ever seen that with, uh, Cesaro or Claudio. Um, but we have a new ring of honor champion. And now this goes on to, for me asking you, since I'm not really, uh, all things Ring of Honor. Um, where do they go from here as far as their TV show, as far as the product? What What is happening with this this thing that is, is it still going to be a, a amoeba on the, the backside of, of AEW? What, what is the deal? You know, Chris, it's a really good question. I'm glad you asked that. That's what I did. Uh, but I just want to give a shout out to Claudio for winning that title. Uh, because I have no idea where they go, and I just figured I want to say something. <laughs> okay. So yeah, shout out Claudio. Yeah, I yeah. listen. I I don't. They have to get a ring. They have to get a TV deal. Mm-hmm. 
Like that's the number one thing they have to do. I was strong on the fact that they should have turned Rampage into the Ring of Honor weekly television show. Huh. Hmm. That's what they should have done at first. Now you have way too many wrestlers hmm. to just have on a two-hour television show. Yeah. I've said this to so many people. I know that they have dark, and I know that they have dark elevation, but those are not TV shows. No. Those are taped dark matches that they made into a show for YouTube. I You can't convince me otherwise. Hmm. That's why I really liked the, the AEW at first, because they were doing only Rampage and Dynamite victories. Like, only those matches count towards your record in AEW. Right. But then it just didn't. Like, it was over. Like, they just started counting. Jungle Boy got the 50 wins. You're like, how the fuck did Jungle Boy get the 50 wins? <laughs> I've seen him, like, seven times on television in the past year. By the way... Um, it's so rare that it happens, but Oh Ooh. Yeah, oh yeah We have breaking news As of this recording at 12.44pm on Wednesday, December 14th As we celebrate Mr. Joe Black's birthday Uh-huh Fightful Select has learned Uh-oh that Mandy Rose has been released by WWE. What? WWE officials felt they were put in a tough position based on the content she was posting on her fan time page. They felt like it was outside of the parameters of her WWE deal. Ah. End quote from Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com. Aha. She's gone. She's gone. Holy shit. Dude. That... <laughs> This was way bigger than uh, I thought <laughs> it was as far as the things the things that she was posting. I mean, it was kind of insane that she was getting away with everything that she got away with. But th there's no coincidence. Again, we, we just we just literally said <laughs> a couple minutes ago as far as her 413 wins and that she it was so quick to get dropped. Um, yeah, man. I think she she knew the writing was on the wall, and that was like hence again. If you watch her departure from the ring from NXT uh, last night uh, after the after they went off air, you, you kind of just she kind of just knew, like just had her head down and went out not in a uh, in a victorious kind of way, but she went in a victorious secret way. You know, with nothing else on. Um, yeah, Mandy Rose is done with WWE. What? What a stunner. Bro, that was that was tough enough. What a stunner. Yeah. She was on tough enough. Yeah, she was there for a very long time. That was uh that, that was the story of the day. That's it. Mandy Rose Whoa. Is, Mandy Rose is done with WWE after, after I was not prepared for that. After an insane run with the belts. I mean, it was Isn't that isn't that the way though? Isn't that like wrestling? Like you you have she unified belts. You have she unified belts. She had this run which you could probably categorize as one of the greatest. See, no, no, listen, no, I'm not even saying point, I'm top saying, three runs. No, I'm not in saying NXT that. No, 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 I'm not even going there. I'm saying her run, her her regular run, her initial run was what, like so a seven minute flat so mile? D card that 
it, it led to if you could put her entrance in WrestleMania in a meme of her falling in in, in the rain, that was her her main card run. Then she had this call down to NXT, which she took the made took and made the best of it. If any female wrestler in probably NXT history, and immediately from that to fired. You know who doesn't care about all that stuff? Everybody else. <laughs> AEW. So just wait for just wait for Mandy Sachs to be all elite. <laughs> Mandy Sachs is all elite. Wow. Mandy Sachs. Jesus. Wow. Christ. I'm I'm still I'm still very stunned. I'm still very. Stunned. I am shocked. I think we have to finish. I think we have to end the show that way. Sure. I don't think there's anything else we can <laughs> do. Anything else. Shout out to Mazone for uh, texting that. But yeah, man, that was absolutely insane that uh, she's gone. That's that's the end of that. Um, I, I, I so now there's no restriction. Restrictor plates off. Yeah. Tops off. Bottoms down. I think she goes full blown with it. <laughs> Please do. Please. Uh, yeah. Uh, whatever OnlyFans cost for you, just let me know. I'll, I'll flip the bill. Um, let me know so whoever runs this Telegram can send it. To me. <laughs> <laughs> Please, sir. Uh, what? Jeez, I don't know where else to go here. Um, I had I had other things for NXT. I mean, we talked about NXT really quickly, I guess. With uh, with Dynamite from last week, I want to give a shout out to um, the Ricky Starks, who, good God, put on the promo of the year. Oh um, my God! Against MJF. I, now listen. Up until when MJF finished his, what he was saying when he finished his promo against Ricky Starks at mm-hmm. the end of that match, yes, called I would him. have said that MJF just gave the promo of the century. Called called him a second rate uh, rock. <laughs> Yes, Pebble. Pebble, I believe is what he'd call him. Called him Pebble. Then Ricky Starks took the mic, and I said to myself, Ricky has to go above and beyond in order for this not to hurt him. And he started going, and I was like, all right, Rick, keep it going. Then he kept going, and then he just fucking torched him. Well, he torched him from from the start. Calling him throwing a, a Patna. I love that. Well, Maxi Pad. <laughs> I should have expected a fifth rate Roddy Piper wannabe who wanted to come out here. Every single week you come out here and smell and you think you're better than me. Give me your break. Everything about you screams cheap. This cheap suit, the cheap shoes, the cheap heat. Um he said, he Shout said, out Peter Rosenberg. Uh there you go. Um <laughs> yeah, he, he said uh you smell like ass. Same I'm, agent as MJF. Smell like ass, your nose is brown, uh uh I'm, I'm gonna knock that mole off your neck. <laughs> Like he just went in on MJF, um, and uh, I was very, just insanely impressed. <laughs> but you don't know what the fuck I've been through. Yeah. But I know something about you. He lived in my car in South <laughs> he Austin. Did, he did the ultimate Eminem eight mile. That's <laughs> <laughs> about you. Uh, did got the got the uh, the cheap pop with living in a car in South Austin since we were in Texas. Um, I right remember- over on Sixth Street, where all the murders happen. Uh, oh. I don't know if that I don't know if that was what he said. But I do know that's uh, he said next week is a big deal because I'm putting which is tonight putting up uh, and shutting up you up once and for all in, uh, in your life. You don't deserve this, but I do. I've never needed a name to make it right here next week. I'm stomping an asshole right into you. <laughs> and I'm taking that title. I don't know what that means. I'm going to do you a favor that you've never had done in your life. I'm going to take that responsibility off your plate, little boy. And that's when you dropped the mic. MJF kicked him in the nuts. Uh, went to uh, uh, clothesline him, and then uh, uh, Ricky Starks literally, literally, literally speared him out of his shoes. <laughs> speared him out, Listen, uh, out of his slippers. 
you can say wrestling is fake all you want. I will have counter arguments for it. All right. Mm. You cannot tell me the visual of someone getting spear tackled legitimately out of their shoes mm-hmm. doesn't make you giggle. It was hysterical. <laughs> it was awesome. Hilarious. Uh, very, very cool to see like that whole thing. Just see the fans like, like, oh, look at that. It's flying. <laughs> His shoes are flying. Oh, try to catch one of them things. Yeah. Two of those are probably a thousand. You can sell one for four fifty. Well, unfortunately, that... unfortunately, he gathered his shoes up and was able ah. to run up the ramp. Um, quickly, quickly, just going through this card here. Uh, uh, I love the moniker now, Samoa Joe, the king of television, since he has all the TV belts. Samoa Joe absolutely demolished Darby Allen, and uh, kudos to him for taking those bumps. But that one spot where he got thrown into the oh. ring post and did like a seven twenty spin onto the uh, onto the floor. Um, man, and then getting no, slammed. the one that he did on into the apron, the uh, uh, onto the scale, onto the trucks of the skateboard, the trucks of the skateboard. He did the um, the muscle buster onto the uh, the tracks of the skateboard. Good God, just Ugh. insane. That <laughs> one hurt a lot. It hurt me. Um, uh, it's what else do we have here? Uh, bah, 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 bah. just a note from last week. Uh, Jamie Hader. MJF's new title belt. I don't believe we talked about that. About who? MJF's new title belt. Oh, <laughs> I don't think we talked about that. Triple B. So let's go back. Let's go back uh, two weeks really, very quickly. Um, he now has the triple B, which stands for. I don't fucking know. The Burberry, biker, Burberry. blondes. I don't know. I totally forgot. I just remember triple B. Uh, Burberry. Bitchin' belt. <laughs> the bitchin' Burberry belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll so, go with yeah, that. We'll go with that. Sure. Um. Yeah, he introduced these. these You're going to type in Triple B and it's going to say, do you mean Triple H? (laughs) Which, by the way, I guess. Or do you mean Triple A? Shout out Triple A. Great service if you want to have a fucking. The big big Burberry. Renewal of your license. Big Burberry bill. Um, The The big Burberry bill. The fact that he is able to name Triple H and WWE. Yeah. I mean, just kind of. Triple H, not by name exactly. Trips. Okay, but I don't yeah. name exactly, but we, we because don't, Triple don't H is a WWE entity, he can call him Paul because nobody knows who Paul Levesque is. Well, I mean, if you know, you know. Well, yeah, <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Uh, so yeah, so he, he debuted this belt, and then uh, with with uh, one William Regal up by his side, uh, <sighs> and we then about that either. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't talk about anything because we weren't here last week. Um, had this debut for the belt. Went on to say that he will have a long reign, goes behind William Regal, and attacks him with the Nucks. And this was to basically essentially go into the fact that William Regal is probably no longer going to be on AEW and that he will be switched over to WWE. And so that's where we're at. Well, I believe there was a story that came out that he has officially switched to WWE, but he is not allowed to appear on television. Which is good because the only reason we would have needed him to appear on television over the past, you know, couple of weeks or so, months, is for him to just scream into a microphone, "War games." That's all. That's all we really need. That's all I want. By the way, also uh, another. Just get into uh, another one. Turn that up a bit. All right, that's that's it. Uh, As we speak right now, uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks are on Instagram Live. 
<laughs> literally together talking to each other as I show you Ooh. on the screen. They're both on Instagram Live. I don't know. By the way, that's that's Mercedes. That's Mercedes. And that is yeah. Bailey with an awesome Ultimate Warrior uh, Christmas uh, sweater. <laughs> is that what that is? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so uh, that is uh, uh, Bailey with uh, Mercedes. Uh, Varnado. Varnado. So yeah, that's happening right now. Not don't, no, don't look into that in any way. That's her own Instagram, and it just ha- so happens to be with <laughs> one Sasha Banks. Anyway, um, Triple B. So sh- shout out to MJF. So sh- uh, yeah, shout out to MJF, but also uh, the fact that uh, there was also reports that William Regal, uh, when when he got into AEW, uh, and this is according to um, EC3 on his podcast, that he did not like the professionalism and a dealt attitude or lack thereof in AEW. And he immediately apparently regretted <laughs> signing with AEW. Um, I don't know. I'm going to take that with a very small grain of salt. But, uh, I mean, his time with AEW was not long. And so they kind of talked about it last week, uh, you know, saying that he was he was out and that Brian Danielson would be uh, aiding him. But uh, yeah, he is he is gone. Does that mean that Brian is also out? I mean, w- w- why? Why are they connected? Because to Brian like wants to go back. Because of him? Because of Regal? Probably not. No, just because of this. Regal goes up to him. He's like, "This is your out. <laughs> you and me. If you want to take it? So we can pull a Sasha Banks and uh, Naomi in this situation. You and me. Let's go. No, I do think that. Uh, speaking of Sasha Banks, I do think that Brian wants to work in Japan. I believe that's the reason why he's staying, but oh, AEW is not allowing him to do so. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I bring so it. maybe if Sasha Banks is working in Japan for the WWE right. in conjunction with New Japan, maybe Brian has a little more incentive to go back home. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the only reason why I bring it up is because um, the whole thing with William Regal. Uh, it, it, I... <laughs> If we knew what was happening, or maybe they didn't. If if they, I'm I'm under the impression that they would not have known. But if if you had known that he was on the outs, why would you have set up the storyline with MJF? I understand MJF's a loner, he's a rebel, blah blah blah. But if you had set this whole thing up just to get the belt off of him, and then you're just closing up this circle of the storyline between MJF and Regal, you had potential to have something. If, if again, if Regal had stuck around, we, we would have saw this play through but you know we'll never know i just don't understand the whole storyline of having him be the one to turn on moxley then to get turned on and now he's out who's turning who on now exactly um yeah i don't i the only reason i can see it is that so mjf could be that dastardly heel because he wouldn't be able to get to william regal had he still been surrounded by the Blackpool Combat Club, mm. they wouldn't have allowed a one-on-one confrontation where where MJF would have been allowed to do that. Right. I think this was all a setup to get him out of w, out of AEW and back into the WWE, where he can work with his son, who who mm. was a former uh, NXT UK star by the way, by the name of Charles Dempsey, I believe. Okay. So. Oh, there he is, and <laughs> there you have it. Um. And that, yeah, that was, that was two weeks ago. Uh, Dynamite last week. Uh, <laughs> get somebody with uh, to fight Jay Cargill. This whole thing with this uh, TBS championship for me is Lisa is, is getting. I don't know. It's getting kind of old. Maybe it's Sasha. <laughs> Mercedes. Uh, maybe Soraya. Who knows? Um, 
By the way, I wouldn't mind Soria taking the title off her. Yeah. People are going to be pissed about it, but I wouldn't mind it at all. Uh, speaking of FTR, if it wasn't for the Usos, in, in all honesty, if it wasn't for the Usos, I have FTR as like 1A as far as best tag yes. team on the planet. Uh, honest to God. Because if it wasn't, uh, you could say what you want about the Usos. And you, you, Did you say of all time? Uh, right now. No. Right, oh, right now. Right, okay. I yeah, said, yeah, on, yeah. on the planet right, right now. <laughs> all time now. We, could, we can go on, on and on. Um, but between yeah, the match- demolition Dudley's Hardy's, we can we, we can be here all day. Go on and on. And on. Uh, the fact that they had that match with the Briscoes, and then prior to that, last week on Dynamite, they had the match with uh, the Acclaimed, which was an insane match. Also, yes. Uh, again, FTR one A as far as best tag teams on the planet right now. I agree. Just go watch. I those- agree. I Just think go- they could have been number one if they beat it. If they beat if if they beat the Briscoes. Okay, but I think that but I give Usos one because they they fight every damn week. It's it, whether it's I give Usos or, number one because they are on WWE. Right. This is right. This is also true. <laughs> like, like they gonna, are the one. Have, not only on are they on WWE mm-hmm. and they are the tag team champions and they are the longest reigning tag team champions of all time, mm-hmm. but they're doing it in the main event of the show. Right. Like, their storyline is also wrapped up with the storyline of the world titles. That's what makes it so significant. Right. And that's why the, the FTR is not on that pedestal, per se. It's interesting. Which is, which is a shame, because they, they should be. <laughs> and if it wasn't for the platform that they're on, they would be. Mm. We, we we constantly say about AEW, listen, if, if AEW had the same kind of cachet or even type of of matches that i mean sometimes they do but for for the most part wwe does their thing especially with pay-per-views if they had the same avenue same platform to deliver said match they'd probably be up there if if ftr and, and usos had a match on aew ftr go over okay but i mean who, who, who's to say that it wouldn't be they're not still the best tag team on the planet I, it, it's. I agree. With you mean you mean FTR versus the Fatus? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we, cannot, <laughs> we cannot use WWE uh, property. Yeah. No. Um, we'll call you Oos, but uh, <laughs> that's fine. You feel very Oosy. But we can't say Usos. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, one and one A. Uh, very close. One AA. I, it's. It's. I agree. I mean, at one point you, you were talking about. You can flip uh, them uh, right now. Even, especially at that point, it was the, it was the revival. Right. But the revival slash FTR also with the Usos and the New Day as all like the greatest tag teams of this generation. Yeah. And they were all on one program. On one program. Yeah. Uh so it was that. Um and now they're all champions. Think of like if, if you really they're all, they are all champions and FTR is like multiple holders of champs of belts. <laughs> so uh, only two now. Only two, yeah. Our Arvish is gone. So only two. Anyway. Wait. Yeah, two. They still have triple A, I forgot. Triple A triple A. Uh that is that was it for for dynamite. Um, is there anything else? Because I'm I'm still this whole Mandy Rose thing is is having me reeling. So I, yeah, the saying. Mandy Rose thing is ridiculous. <laughs> I do have one other thing. Have, have I, I want to talk about Elias. Sure. Um, I would like to walk with Elias. Number one, <laughs> I acknowledge him sure. as well. Oh, okay. Sure. Now my tribal chief. I was gonna say. Okay. <laughs> Roman Reigns is my tribal. Uh, I acknowledge Roman Reigns is my tribal chief. I just want to point that I'm the one. I think you said Bubba Ray, but okay, good. No, Elias. Elias, got it. Uh. Elias was in, or KO was getting interviewed backstage, and Elias showed up and asked KO for help with his match against Solo Sokoa. You know, 
bloodline's going to be out there. He, he needed a little bit of backup because his backup uh, got his neck broken or, you know, failed the well, failed the drug test, whichever one you want to believe. Hmm. While Kevin Owens stared him dead in the eye and he goes, you serious? And in my head, I go, what is Kevin doing? Like, why wouldn't he just help? And then he goes, you tortured me for months thinking that you had a brother. And he kept, and it legitimately popped myself. Like I, I popped because I had completely forgotten about that. And KO just bringing up this little tiny thing. Really he goes, was, "You said you lied to me yeah, for months." Yeah, the whole segment was. Just and now you're just going to come out and ask me for help? Right. No, no. He's like, "No, no, no." That was my younger brother Ezekiel, <laughs> with a straight face. Like he, he no, he. Like, uh, Owens tried to make him break and he did not break not only did he not break but he went into the skid and it's like no no that was my my brother <laughs> like but you so good you told me you were two different people at one point <laughs> like yeah no okay that was, that was my brother yeah absolutely insane I, I just i i love when long-term storytelling gets played out again we don't forget it's not like we're idiots no we we, we remember we oh yeah remember. we do we remember oh yeah we do is there anything else to talk about before we head on out sir I think that is it. Yeah. I think that's all I have. I did not have Wait, what? Nope, 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 nope. That was false one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. I thought there was more. Oh, man. No, you know what? You I know do- what I'm really upset about? Toxic yeah. attraction. <sighs> well, they'll, they'll survive. As long as I have Gigi. Are they still going to be known as toxic attraction? As long though? as I have Gigi Dolan, that's all I need. Call her up. Good God. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oh, oh, I do have. Oof. I do have. Mandy Rose has officially signed a 10-year deal with OnlyFans worth $300 million. That's not to be not, not to be foreshadowed by Carlos Correa, who just signed with the San Francisco Giants. Uh, I don't know how to take that, by the way. Uh, that's just, I'm very torn. Because <laughs> uh, I love my I love the Giants, okay? I, I love I'm a Yankee fan, but I there's space in my heart for the Giants. Seinfeld, we, we've been through this before. Seinfeld said it best. We root, but for having it. Carlos Correa there really Seinfeld is a said it best. I know it's got to be pretty tough for you, especially if you're a Giant fan, any Yankee fan. Uh, Seinfeld said it best. You root for the laundry, and so now yeah. it's like that that'll say Giants on the I'm front, and Correa, that. Correa on the back. We we root for laundry. That's it. Like we when when uh, when Wade Boggs was on the Red Sox playing third base, one of the, for the Red greatest, Sox. one of the greatest third basemen of all time, played a hundred beers deep. <laughs> Shout out to Always Sunny. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite shows. Um, and then came over and won with the Yankees at World Series. Did we say he doesn't deserve that? No, we embraced him and we we cheered him on on that float down the in the Canyon of Heroes. You root for the laundry. I'll do you one better. Matt Damon, too, by the way. Yes. Arguably, did you just say Matt Damon? Uh, 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 sorry. Uh, <laughs> I love this so much. This is the greatest birthday present ever. Because I know when you say it or when I say it to you, it's going to come to your head. <sighs> you want me to tell you? I'll give you a hint. Number 18. Johnny Damon, motherfucker. There you go. <laughs> Matt, da- no, Matt Damon was a <laughs> was an outfielder for the Yankees, and I'm sticking with that. Yeah, Matt Damon, how you like them? Apps? Matt Damon, and he owned a zoo, so there's that. Anyway, uh, well, I'll do one better. Two of the, I would say, some of the most significant Yankees of all time were Red Sox. Think about it. Roger Clemens started their career in Boston. Clemens, Boggs, Clemens, Babe, Babe, Babe. People forget. Yeah. 
People forget. Only difference Which is, one do you think was the worst deal in history? Manhattan for a goat or Babe for <laughs> however much? You oh, got? Babe. Uh, the only, <laughs> for sure. The only difference being is that one of them is the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Damn it, Roger. Uh, by the way. Again? We do have breaking news. It's still your birthday. <laughs> it is still your birthday. On behalf that was good. of birthday boy, Mr. Joe Black, the Reaper, my name is Chris Mindell. This has been Sons of Slam. Hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, all that kind of good stuff. Brother, enjoy your birthday steak. Enjoy your day. Happy birthday, bud. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Sons of Slam podcast. 